Hey guys, real quick before we get started today, I wanted to share something fun that I've got for you over at This Can't Be That Hard. Every year, January is the time when things slow down and I have the opportunity to plan for the year ahead. And I always try and take the opportunity to check in on five specific areas, marketing, pricing, communication, sales, and the client experience. Last year in January, I hosted a live challenge covering those five areas And it was such a hit that this year I've decided to bring it back with some improvements and small changes. If you go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash bootcamp and sign up, you will get access to five days of video lessons, workbook pages, and assignments that will guide you through the process of taking stock of where your business is and where you want it to go this year. The bootcamp is totally free, and I would love to have you join me in preparing to make 2021 our best year yet. Last week, I celebrated the one-year anniversary of the launch of the Simple Sales Blueprint. On January 7th, 2020, which feels like a century ago, I hosted a webinar to teach other photographers the system that I had developed in my own photography business that took the strategies that I'd learned over seven years of in-person sales and kind of reverse engineered them into an automated online sales process. I knew that system had been a career saver for me. If I hadn't figured it out and implemented it after I got divorced, there is no way that I would have been able to continue to support my family on my photographer's salary. And I believed that it could be a game changer out there for other photographers who were either not earning enough money or working way too hard for the money that they were earning But the truth is that when I sat down and created the course, it was something of a leap of faith. I didn't really know whether anyone was going to listen to me, much less pay money to learn from me. I tried to add it up after the fact, and my best guess is that between the education and software that I had to invest in, and then the actual work that I had to do, I probably spent around $5,000 and something in the neighborhood of 600 hours to build the simple sales blueprint before I had a single student. So let me tell you, I was way out on a limb last January 7th. And no matter how much positive self-talk I did about, even if this flops, you've learned a lot, (laughs) I would be lying if I said that I wasn't scared. I've talked on the podcast before about how as entrepreneurs, it can be really easy to fall into the trap of thinking only about what we still have to accomplish, the goals that are in front of us, and how far we still have to go, because there will always be new milestones to reach for, right? But it is so important to periodically look back and take stock, not only of how far we've come, but the lessons that we've learned. The last year has felt, in many ways, like starting over for me. Just as I got to a place in my photography business where all the systems were running smoothly and I pretty much felt like I knew what I was doing, I dove headfirst into the brand new to me territory of online education and podcasting. And those are areas where I had very few systems and didn't know what I was doing at all. So today I am going to follow my own directions and I'm going to look back and share a few of the lessons that I have learned as I've navigated this new territory. If your photography business is new territory for you, or if you're considering adding a new revenue stream like teaching to your business, 
or even if you're just somewhere in the midst of running your business, I think these lessons are good reminders about the balance that we all have to strike when we are our own boss. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. So the first lesson I want to share is that it is absolutely essential that you listen to what your audience is saying to you. And if you don't have an audience, that you go out and drum up an audience and listen to them before you go sinking loads of your time and resources into something that you want to be financially beneficial. Now, if you're making art for art's sake, by all means, you don't need anyone's permission or feedback in order to do that. But if you're trying to build a business... Don't make assumptions that people will want what you believe they'll want. The first real evidence that I had that other photographers might want to learn about my system came from the owners at PickTime. Prior to that, I had photographer friends who would ask me for business advice or tell me they thought I knew what I was doing, (laughs) and I believed it was something that I was good at. But it wasn't until PickTime approached me about creating the marketing app that we ultimately did build based on the simple sales system that I really started to pay attention to the fact that I might have something that was worth sharing. So from the time that I seriously started considering building a course to when I actually launched it, I spent hours and hours and hours of time working through the system with a handful of beta students and with the people at PickTime And without their feedback, the course that I would have built would have been a very different beast altogether. Not necessarily in terms of what I was teaching, the bones are all still there, but in terms of how. Listening to my audience meant that I was able to position the blueprint as a solution to other photographers' very real problems. And of course, we all know that no one spends money on anything that doesn't solve their problems. The whole, if you build it, they will come mentality that Kevin Costner injected deep into our collective subconscious, I think it's so dangerous, especially these days when the internet means that pretty much all businesses are now competing on more or less a global scale. Like I said before, I was super nervous about what would happen when the blueprint launched. I had invested a lot of money, a lot of time, and I knew that I would be disappointed if it didn't go anywhere. But the whole time, I was able to reassure myself that this investment of time and money was at least a well-researched one. Sure, there was risk, but it wasn't some sort of crazy risk that was all inside my head. If you're considering a change of any kind, I strongly encourage you not to let yourself get too far down any one path before you run it by your audience. Because sometimes just a small tweak can be the difference between a strike and a total home run. The second lesson is to listen to the people who have gone before you. 
If you've tuned into this podcast for very long, you know that I am a big consumer of education. I read books, I listen to podcasts, and I have spent crazy amounts of money on online courses. But it hasn't always been that way. For years, I looked at my photography business as this big, fun, do-it-yourself puzzle. In fact, the name, This Can't Be That Hard, comes from how I would approach all kinds of things having to do with running my business. I'd figure, sure, I could pay someone to do my taxes, but come on, this can't be that hard. I'll figure it out and I'll do it myself. And sure, lots of things weren't that hard once I actually figured them out, but when I look back and think about the time that I spent trying to get there all on my own, that time was worth way more than whatever I might have spent to either pay someone else to do that thing entirely or even just to teach me how to do it. When I decided to start teaching online courses and podcasting and managing an email list and all the other things that are part of this new branch of my career, in almost every instance, I paid to learn how to do those things from people who were already doing them well. And even though many of those things felt in the moment like they were taking forever to get set up and accomplished, when I look back over the past 18 months and see everything that I have managed to get done, I know for sure that there is no way that I could have gotten that much done that quickly and that effectively if I had tried to do it all on my own. And maybe that seems super obvious, (laughs) like why bother even stating it, but Historically, I have found that sometimes I need a reminder to kind of back up and take stock of how I'm going about a particular project or goal. I almost need to like say it out loud and ask myself whether there are faster, better, or easier ways to get to the finish line because it seems like my default mode is to try and do it myself And sometimes I forget that I don't have to do everything all by myself and that if I am doing it all by myself, there's no way that I'm doing it as well or as quickly as I could be. So the first lesson (laughs) is to listen to your audience and the second lesson is to listen to the people who have gone before you. So this third and final lesson that I want to share with you today is probably going to sound like it contradicts the first two because it is to listen to yourself. But I really don't think that this does contradict the first two. Instead, I kind of think of it like an important check and balance on my overall strategy to listen to other people. It's important to not be too insular in this business, or probably any business. We definitely need to listen to other people. We have to keep our heads up and our eyes open, and we would be mistaken not to take advantage of the people who have come before us and their trial and error that they've already gone through to try and do everything ourselves, right? Doing everything yourself means that ultimately you will be miles behind your competition, But when I talk about running a profitable, sustainable business that you love, part of that love comes from running a business that is authentic to you, that reflects your values, and that you can be proud of. 
And it's honestly really hard to find any off-the-rack solution that's going to fit your business and your preferences perfectly. I have my own examples of this. If any of you have listened to my sales pitch for the blueprint, you have heard me go through the, you get this bonus and you get that bonus and they're worth this much, but wait, (laughs) there's more. And even though none of those things are lies, all of those things are true, every single time that I've said them, I have cringed a little bit. To me, that rings of infomercials and all this stuff. And I know what that stuff sounds like when I listen to it. So I, when I'm saying it, I can only imagine other people having those same reactions. But when I signed up for a class that taught me not only how to build a course, but how to sell a course, that was how I was taught to sell it. And at that point in the process, I was head down, working so hard to meet my deadline, and I was in full listen to those who have gone before you mode. Those are not new strategies. They are time-tested. I knew that they would ultimately work. There was a reason that people do all of that, but it still didn't really feel authentic to me. So instead of letting myself get hung up on it so much so that I pushed back the launch date for the blueprint or anything else, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go with it for now. (laughs) And then I just made a note of it and promised myself I would come back to it. So now I am in the process of retooling that and figuring out a way to sell that's a little more authentic to who I am. doesn't change the product on the other end, but hopefully it will change the overall experience. So that is a, that's an example of me listening to myself and trying to stay true to who I am and modifying someone else's system to kind of fit my business. But I've also seen examples of this with the students who come to me. So people who have gone through the blueprint. I have this very thoroughly laid out process that I recommend people use. And it comes with everything from pricing formulas to software recommendations, right down to the actual words that you use in your emails and your sales materials. But almost every day in the blueprint Facebook group, Someone will write about a tweak or a modification they've made to the blueprint and how it works better for them and their business, which is amazing to watch. (laughs) But in the early days, when I had first launched the blueprint, sometimes when I would read those, I would get nervous or I would get almost defensive, like, no, don't do it that way. That's not how you do it. But thankfully, the more people that I have seen go through the program and the more success stories I've heard, the more confident that I've been able to feel in the program's foundational strength. So as long as someone isn't kind of changing that foundation or compromising that foundation, now I am able to just get excited. I've seen people making taking a good system and making it even better for themselves which is honestly brought about its own new level of satisfaction. Speaking of successes and (laughs) having students make the system their own, late last year, I sent out an email to everyone who had come through the blueprint asking if anyone would be willing to share a bit about how they use the simple sales system and how it's impacted their business. And I was really touched by their responses. So before I sign off today to celebrate this one year anniversary, I want to share a handful of unfiltered, unedited stories 
directly from my students. Their words, beyond anything that I can share with you, make all the work and all these lessons that I have learned a thousand percent worth it. Hang on, guys. I have a quick message for you. Did you know that This Can't Be That Hard isn't the only podcast I host? Each month, my marketing director, Dana, and I team up to bring you a fresh injection of marketing ideas and inspiration on our other podcast called The Consistency Club. The podcast is free and available to any photographer looking to uplevel their marketing game, or you can take it one step further and join The Consistency Club, where you get the extended version of the podcast along with monthly email and social media templates, bonus trainings, and special access to the live marketing events we host twice a year. If you're interested in tuning in, you can search for and subscribe to The Consistency Club wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join us in the membership, you can visit go.thiscantbethathard.com slash club to sign up. Anami teaches about bluebird clients and I am one of hers. Her teaching style is perfect for me. I love the tangible items on a checklist complete with the estimated amount of time it will take to complete them. As a parent of little kids, that is unimaginably helpful (laughs) to know that I may have enough time to complete something in a random chunk of time that I have. Her simple sales system took so much pressure off of actual in-person sales, which is what I was doing before the simple sales system. And it made me also think about and reevaluate my client experience and how it can serve both them and me, which I didn't feel that in-person sales was doing. I had a lot of tearful moments, really, where I didn't think I could do it because of the time commitment. And the simple sales system really has made me confident that I can make a living without spending every spare hour in my business. And also having, <laughs> as, as she always says, a business that I love. Thanks, Anami. My name's Carolyn, and I run Soling Photography in Chicago, Illinois. I started the Simple Sales Blueprint and rolled it out slowly over the past few months starting March. I actually have shoot proof and not pick time, so my rollout has been a little bit different, but the Simple Sales Blueprint has really helped me out being able to overall organize my business and get my pricing consistent, my invoicing consistent, And the Simple Sales Blueprint plan has just made the post-session sales so much easier. Prior to this, I was honestly doing everything very manually. And my after-session sales were very low and very sloppy because I didn't have a system in place. And I would tend to just give things to clients because I didn't have that system in place to keep me consistent. My product offerings were also all over the place. I didn't have anything set in stone and nothing to show my clients, so there was nothing to really get them into buying the products. My pricing was done through emails or over text, so it wasn't super simple for my clients to just purchase and upgrade. 
Now that everything is all in one place online for my clients to see after the session and just click buy and put their credit card in, it makes it so much easier for them to make those purchases. And my sales have shown this. My mini sessions have been making as much as my full sessions because of this. Overall, this has just been a great experience for my business, especially during 2020. I never really knew that I needed this until the pandemic hit and I needed to streamline things more because my kids were home more. This whole thing has been a complete lifesaver to me. In addition, the podcasts have really helped me want to streamline everything. I got my CRM for the first time this year. And I know that's not the Simple Sales Blueprint plan, but it's part of being part of that community and everything that Anami has to offer us. For the first seven years of my business, I was firmly in the all-inclusive camp, really as the only way a documentary family photographer should operate. I wanted my clients to have the entire story as I documented it. I never saw the need to offer printing services because my client base are great at hanging a mixture of their everyday casual pictures right alongside the professional ones that I take. In 2020, I've hopped the fence over to the simple sales system, and I can confidently say I will never go back. For me, now it's about giving options. Unlike a traditional three-tier collection framework, the ideas of simple sales is not to usher people into a middle collection. That's a really hard thing to wrap your head around. Any purchases of a bottom collection already meet your threshold of your minimum sales needed for any session. And over the last year, I've only sold a bottom collection exactly once. But what does this really mean? I am making an additional four to $600 on every session, even if they don't spend more than their allotted print credit. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. Hi, my name is Jess Kaler. I have been a maternity and family photographer exclusively for four years now. I've been a professional photographer for just about 20 years. And every year of business, there's always a debrief, a reflection, a vision casting for the following year. What had been not working for me previously was that I was doing in-person sales, there were a lot of perks to it, but ultimately what wasn't working for me is my own acknowledgement that I really didn't like fulfilling lab orders. I didn't want to do it. No, thank you. Next, please. I want to be in marketing and stuff of that nature to build business. So I decided to retire in-person sales. And at the top of 2020, I was looking for another solution. And that's when Anami's simple sales solution the blueprint had come out. I actually missed the first launch of it and completely had FOMO. I was like, I made a mistake. I should have done it while I could. How can I get it now? Like, this is what I need to do. I think she's, I think she has created like the one-stop shop to answer my questions and to make my life easier. And so thankfully I got it shortly after. And honestly, it's, it's been, an evolution of shifting some internal things in my business, but ultimately, hands down, was the best decision that I made for my business in 2020. It's been so much easier. I'm fully on pick time, fully using Blueprint. It makes everything just so much more seamless and clear for my business 
don't regret that purchase and investment a single bit. The community and the Facebook group is amazing and supportive. Thank you so much, Anami, for creating the blueprint. Hi, my name is Shalimar Beekman, and I've been using the blueprint since the beginning of 2019. One of the things I first noticed that I loved is that Anami walks you through the process of creating your packages, and I thought it was done in a way that was very thoughtful and methodical. So you're not just picking numbers out of thin air, and I really liked that. The other thing that is super beneficial is that your income is consistent. So I know that I'm going to make a consistent income, which is obviously something that you want to have and you're not having to worry about what you're going to be making that when you have a client you're going to be making what you need to make to keep your business sustainable so if you're on the fence or you're thinking about the blueprint i would highly recommend it well that's it for this week's episode of this can't be that hard i'll be back same time same place next week in the meantime you can find more information about this episode along with all the relevant links notes and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.